here we are, mm-hmm. back on episode 54 mm-hmm. of the Nerd Pastiche podcast. This is true. Yes, this is a 54. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Still can't believe we, we crossed that 52 hump. I know. So. Kind of crazy. It is kind of crazy. Now, hold on. Now, given that we're, think about several weeks away, have we jumped the shark already? What do you mean? Well, Shark Week is in several weeks, I think, oh, right? Oh, I don't It is know. in July. Shark Week is in July, isn't I it? don't have cable anymore. Well, that's irrelevant. You see it, you know, plastered all over the internet. Ooh, Shark Week. I'm sure it's coming up. Yeah, it's I, usually over the summer at some point. Well, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just can never remember. I think it's late July. They had things maybe the third week of July, maybe. Shark Week 2021. Of course. Why not go to the internet? Because the Jawsome Summer event kicks off on Sunday, July 11th. There you go. Okay. So it was close. Jawsome. I just need you to know that that's, that's what it is. Jaws is one of the most overrated horror films of all time. But they're calling it Jawsome. Who's they? The internet. <laughs> okay, they're, they're not everybody on the internet is calling it Jawsome. There's got to be some website that is saying that. What is it, sci-fi, discovery? No, I, I clicked out of it. I could no, click back over. Don't even, you know what? It will just, <laughs> it, it'll be Jawsome all around. Fine, so be it. Nice. Uh, anyway. Episode 54 of Nerd Pastiche. I am your co-host, Darian. And I'm your other co-host, Brittany. And we thank you. Welcome back, loyal listeners. And if this is your first time listening to us, you know, we thank you in advance and buckle up. (laughs) It's going to be a wild ride today. Oh, most definitely. And again, we for those of you that follow, download, like, and subscribe, we give you our utmost thanks as you continue to let our voices congeal in your ears. Gross. Okay, you didn't I mean, like curdle. Con- curdle is is worse than congeal. <laughs> okay, there we go. So but, that was an upgrade. Like it just, I don't know. I don't. I don't think I want anything congealing in my ears. Either. Well, guess what? Some things are congealing in your ears, whether you want them to or not. <laughs> I hate to like a barf. I hate to break it to you. Guess what? It's natural. Mm. That's why there are such things as Q-tips. I don't know. I got real clean ears. Okay. Well, guess what? <laughs> guess what? Something's congealing in there. Gross. Okay. <laughs> uh, if this is your first time listening to us, clearly you can see we'd like to engage in a little bit of nonsense. We will talk about how it is that we nerded since the mm-hmm. last time we had an episode. And we will provide you with a recommendation from our own personal nerdospheres, our nerd mm-hmm. cash. Yes. If you will. So, Brittany, how have you nerded last week? I'm, I'm, I'm actually thankful that you are here today because, as we were talking about a little bit earlier, you know, it is close to boiling lava hot outside. It, it's disgusting. Yeah, most certainly disgusting. is. Disgusting. I don't know what that was. That's fine. I didn't figure you would. (laughs) It's an internet thing. (laughs) Oh, I'm so sorry. Uh, Forgive me. As I, you know, existed during a time where the internet wasn't a thing. Uh, Yeah. So I could entertain myself in other ways. You know, a book, music, the radio. Uh, You can still do that and and be cultured on the internet too. But that's (laughs) fine. No, it's been, it's been disgusting out. It's been like really oppressively warm not even warm. It's, I told Darian earlier, it's like the sun is riding shotgun in your car at all times. Right. It is right. unacceptably hot. Exactly. It's it's just, I, again, I was telling you before, you know, if you, if you feel compelled to have to change your clothes from doing basic things throughout the day, it's too hot. Yeah. It is yeah. too hot. It I is. mean, it's, it's, it's not a game. I, I remember... A couple of days ago, I think when it was that first really hot one, I just randomly fell asleep, you know, not randomly, but you know how I am, you know, to be like, you know, I think it was like midnight. I don't know. Uh-huh. Next thing I know, I wake up like, oh, my God, like this shirt is drenched. Yep. Where did this happen? Yeah, it's the inevitable heat death of the earth. Oh, God. Look, we've got plenty of time before that. Look, we don't we don't have to worry about that. At least I don't think so. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> or maybe we w- we will and we won't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh God. 
Okay, so yeah, we ruined that by talking about the weather. But okay. I was just going to say, I don't think the dinosaurs knew that <laughs> they didn't have to worry for a little bit. Uh, well, <laughs> and then was, it just kind of happened. That's that's <laughs> so, right. What, anyway, the sweet release of death. They're, they're yeah, fine. Yeah. So how did you learn this this past week? Well, uh, so Alex and I are Alex being our our lovely sound designer who just listens to this every week before anyone else and tells God me bless him. if it was funny or not. God bless um, him. Thank yeah, you for keeping that a secret from me and not sharing. Quite wonderful. Me. He's a quite a wonderful human being. Well, we celebrated our 10th anniversary. So Ooh. we yeah, gross. So uh oh, oh, but in oh. all the best ways. Okay. Uh <laughs> you can't tell me it's not disgusting that someone actually hangs out with me on purpose for 10 years, like legally. Well, again, as somebody who has interacted with you like for, there's there's a little bit of masochism going on there well yeah and as somebody who's interacted with you for I, I i can't even i don't even know how long at this point anymore you know i'm kind of calling myself out a little bit so that's why i'm yeah. being quiet yeah that's smart good choice <laughs> good choices you. were made this day Thank um you. so we went on like a little mini like two night airbnb stay stay away from home for a little bit so rendezvous uh maybe sure i just wanted to fit in the word rendezvous i I mean that's fine you're always welcome to fit in the word rendezvous no we just did a little a little mini vacation and uh the outside of the one day of kayaking for three hours which i had never kayaked before in my life i am an indoor girl i do not sport ball I do not, I do not active. I like, it's not me. (laughs) Um, Really enjoyed kayaking, except for the last 30 minutes or so, whenever we were both exhausted and trying to go upstream. (laughs) That did not end well, but we made it through. I would like to go again. But the main thing that we did for the whole weekend, like outside of that, we just sat around in this Airbnb house and just played board games all weekend. All right. So I, uh, yeah, I reignited my my love of board games and we went through a lot of the ones that we have that are meant for two players or at least have the ability to be played by just two people and kind of got to rate them a little bit as far as like, are these actually just two player games? Like what kind of, like how flexible are these things? Would it be better if there were more people? Like all of those sorts of things. Cause there's really just, there's not a lot, like there's not a huge group of board games that are intended and work really well for just two people. So it was exciting to kind of go through some of our old favorites and also try out some some games that we've had in our inventory for a while. Uh, we just hadn't had the chance to play them yet. So right. went through and I mean, we just literally played a lot of board games. Like yeah. we brought like our trunk was full of one like suitcase for the weekend, a box of mead and board games. <laughs> Delicious ale. Yes. We'll talk more about that a little later. Oh dear. Um, yes. But yeah, so it was just it was that that was pretty much it. Oh, and we did watch the ending of the uh Achievement Hunter playthrough of Resident Evil Village. Okay. That was I I think it's a like it might be the best Resident Evil I've seen. Okay, now hold on here. Mm-hmm. Now you are really tiptoeing into some blasphemous territory. I know. I now, know. Grant, I, am. I don't I don't have you a haven't baseline. played it yet. You haven't I know, seen so I, it yet. So you don't, yeah. I I will I'm gonna go on record and say that as far as like game mechanics and storytelling, this might be the best Resident Evil that has ex- that has been made so far. Game mechanics like up not being down and down not being up. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean you could invert your your stuff if you really wanted to, but only a sick freak would still do that. God, <laughs> do you understand? Oh God! The first time ever playing that that effing franchise, like what the f is this? Yeah, yeah. We love we love a controller inversion. No, we do not. It's it's the, <laughs> whoever. I mean, see this, this. I think that's where my hate for Capcom. I think that's where it truly started. Yeah, 
Anyway. Well, I highly like that was awesome. Like seeing oh. the end of that and seeing what the the ending of the Ethan Winters story was uh-huh. very, very interesting. Right now. Okay. Now I have to ask. I have to go back really quickly. Mm-hmm. You played board games. Yes. Did you win? So some of them, we played a couple that were cooperative. How is it cooperative um, if it's two people? Well, that's one of the games that I, that's what my recommendation is. So I will get to that one. Okay. I'll be- but most of them, I think it kind of went back and forth. Okay. It went back and forth. Like it, right. it, I think he would have been around. I would have been around pretty much. Right. There was one game that we tried that I just like did not understand the scoring mechanism, but we both had fun, which was just like, whatever, we'll figure it out next time. Did but then I think there were two of them that were cooperative. Like you were, you were collaboratively trying to, to come to an end together. All right. Okay. And I have to ask another question. Yes. Given that you have, you know, uh, gotten a chance to, I guess, crack open some board games that you hadn't gotten a chance to, do you have enough material to maybe write a piece in board game magazine? I mean, I don't know that they would, care about my personal opinions but i could probably make a pretty compelling argument for like low-key rating systems for two-player games okay all right i think you need to pursue this i i actually might do that (laughs) 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 let's see what happens what's the worst they can say hell no yeah i mean who you you, you just don't know maybe you you know what Maybe that's something we should both do together for different things. Like just randomly, <laughs> you know, or reach out to whatever entities we enjoy. Like, hey, I could be a reviewer. Just uh, just hit me up. Yeah, right. Yeah. Send me games to play. Right. And just, yeah, just me for me, just send me home. I will write please. interesting think pieces for you. <laughs> no, see, you know, that's the problem. See, I think with this stuff now, everything is so polished. You yeah. need to have somebody that is not even... That is speaking in layman's or layperson's terms. Yeah. And just, you know, being armchair with it. You're like, hey, you know, yeah. this sucked. Well, yeah, it yeah. would be a little bit more in depth than that. But well, yeah, you, you know. gotta give reason. You can't just say yeah. shit like that. Yeah, because well, have you looked on I the mean, internet? I mean, you can, but <laughs> no one should listen to that. So no, exactly. But you know, something a little bit more for the common person. Yes. The nine to five ham and egger. Like me. Yes, exactly. My and, people. And, my, and, and myself as well. Yes. Well, what about uh, you? What did you what did you do this week? Well, I now, now listen here. In my entire let me tell you, you know I'm a music fiend. I was okay? gonna say there's a lot of like hemming and haw in here. Like what what's going on? Okay, nothing bad. Okay. Now you know that I am a music fiend. That is true. Okay? So it is rare that I, I I can't even tell you the last time that I actually put on my calendar X is coming out. X song or X album is coming out. I haven't okay. done that in I don't even know how long. I don't think I've done it this century. Okay. But I did last a uh, couple of weeks ago. So at the butt crack of dawn, oh, 1 a.m. Wow. in the morning, Eastern Standard Time, <laughs> DJ K Slay dropped a music video. It's uh, rolling 110 deep. Oh, no. No, there's no, there's nothing. Oh no, about this. This was beautiful. See, I think I told, I talked to you before a couple of months ago, way back when, about rolling fifty deep and how it was yes. fifty, the greatest MC. Yes, yes, and you uh, you sent it, and it was very good. Yes, so this 110? is one hundred and ten. That is correct. So it is forty minutes of pure magic. That's nuts. <laughs> yeah, and I, and I sat there and I watched the whole thing. That is a lot of curation. It was, you, listen, you just do, I mean, I, ha, huh, listen here, as somebody who grew up with real hip hop and who knows what real hip hop is and, and to see what it is now with this, this mumble rap and garbage. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm going to be one of those. I know the kids love their music. Well, guess what? Right, it's get trash. off my lawn. You know what? Guess what? It's, tra- it's trash. And all 110 of those rappers on that daggone record, they think it's trash too. Well, there you go. You found your so, people. Well, well, I mean, you know, so that's what I did. I, that was my big thing. I had it on my calendar. I had an alarm set. I had a reminder <laughs> on YouTube. I had everything. You, look, you, you listen, 
when he dropped fit rolling 50 deep, I'm sitting there saying to myself, this is back seven, six or seven months ago. I was like, rolling 50 deep. Is, is he going to, is he going to do what I think he's going to do? I mean, he, he has to, he, he has to go to a hundred, right? I would assume so. And, but he went to 110. So, I mean, you've got, so he literally turned it up to 11. Well, I mean, oh, he turned it up to 110. Well, I know what you're trying to do there, but I'm not going to let you get away with that. That's fine. So exactly. So, you know, just a lot of, you know, legends, uh, some legends that weren't on there in the previous one, because, again, talk 110 people and then, you know, present people and then people that could be the future. So it, it is it is the security blanket for me musically this year in terms of hip hop. Whenever I have lose faith in the genre and I hear some stupid song that has no, that makes no effing sense, or when I listen to hear randomly a piece of a record that I don't know what they're saying, yeah, I can know that K. Slade provided us with this gem, that he blessed us with this, and in a record like this shows you that hip hop, true hip hop, will never die. A beacon of light in the darkness. It is most certainly is. I mean, you had Big Daddy Kane, KRS-One, Red Man, Rod Digger, Ghostface Killer, Sonya Blade, Coat LaRock, KR. You had so you you I mean, had you so many heavy hitters in there. Oh, absolutely. Now I got some work cut out for me because Rolling Fifty Deep, I practically memorized the entire thing. <laughs> Oh, good Lord. That's how much I listened to it over the last six or seven months. At 110 deep, that's, that's going to take some effort. That's going to take a while. I think you'll do it, but it might take a little while. Oh, absolutely. So that is what I did. That's my big nerd thing. That's this awesome. Last week. Yes. So, okay. You alluded to it earlier. Mm-hmm. Now, what is your recommendation from the board game world pandemic wow that's not on the nose i know it's a little on the nose exactly (laughs) that was one of those things where we're both just like i guess we do kind of i mean this is our pandemic anniversary you should probably play pandemic right like (laughs) the the irony is is too too hard to to deny yeah Um, no it's a really interesting game that you can play two people and it, it is totally possible to play with two people. You can play, I think it's up to, f- depending on what version you have, I think it's up to four typically. I'm actually going to check real quick. Pandemic game. So do, is, do, this, do. is this from one of your, because you'll have to forgive me because I don't know the companies and things like that. Is this from a, a reputable company or I, I don't yeah. know who's the big name outside, obviously. You know, Parker Brothers is a default that damn near anybody say, knows. Yeah. So, so this is this is by Z-Man Games, and it is two to four players. And it's usually something where, I mean, it, it could be 45 minutes. It could be an hour. There's a couple different expansions that they've made as well. We just have the the base game. Like we just we just play the base game like this. It's by the same group that made like Carcassonne, Mice and Mystics, Love Letter. Well, and it would make sense that you have just the base game if you hadn't, because this is one you bought, but you hadn't broken it out yet, right? No, we have played this before. Oh, okay. This one was one that I just forgot how much fun it is. All and right. the whole concept is like exactly what it sounds like. Uh, there are four diseases that are affecting different parts of the, the world map that you have as your board game, like your, your board. And based on what cards you draw, like the outbreak or the infection spreads. And if you've got these cute little cubes that are all the different colors, and if like you go over three of the same color in a space, it outbreaks. So then those cubes go to the every city that's connected to that little space. So it can get really out of hand really fast if you've just got like, if you're just picking bad cards that day. Okay. Um, So it's in each character, each person playing gets to have like a role that has different special abilities to kind of help. It could be somebody that's like, you can be the researcher. So you can build a a research station to, to kind of try to cure your disease wherever, rather than having to like 
spend a whole action and make sure you have the right card and you're on that city and all these different things. But there's a bunch of different, like, it's just a fun game and you can, like, you can notch up the uh, intensity of it. Like how many uh, epidemic cards are in your deck. So it basically can make it, you can make it as difficult as you want to. Alex and I did like the regular level and what we have started trying to do if we if we get far enough along that we cure all the diseases we also and we still have a a good amount of cards left in the deck we will keep playing and try to eradicate all of the diseases which is like basically it's like new game plus and it is very difficult nigh impossible well yeah but it is also just really fun to kind of like try to up those stakes a little bit. And it's it's just a nice like it it is it is a cooperative game. You are working together with the other players to cure the diseases and basically like save everybody. And it is something where it's a great communication game. Like you know what you have in your hand. And the other person knows what they have in their hand and you can have conversations and try to figure out and strategize together. And it's, it's just a really fun, it can be a really quick game, but a really fun game. All right. Unlike, so, uh, unlike divorce kitchen. Yeah. Yeah. Which also, <laughs> by the way, uh, was f- divorce kitchen two was free on the Epic game store. So now my entire family has divorce kitchen and oh, no. that's what they want to play now. Oh no. Friday nights typically is reserved for game night with my family through the internet. And now everybody has divorce kitchen and I am mm. just like, y'all, I want to continue to like you all. <laughs> I don't know that I want to play Divorce Kitchen this Friday night. <laughs> well, if because... you get voted out, it's, 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 you have no choice. You're, it's over. Oh, oh, I will be voted out. I am well aware of that. <laughs> <laughs> I will be voted off the island first and I will sit back and watch. And okay. I'll still get angry. If I was in the kitchen. Uh huh. Why didn't this you do this? Do you had this and you messed it up. Like, yeah, Chop those just, onions. It's not good. It's not good. Oh, no. So, yeah. All right. What okay. about you? What's your What's your recommendation? Is it oh. equally ironic? No, it is It is not. Mine is uh, from, is a comic book or a trade. Well, I guess at this point it's a trade paperback. Okay. Um, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers Shattered Grid. Fancy. Yeah, so I know you got you got real quiet. Like, what the hell is this? There's some Power Rangers. Like, Power Rangers have a comic. I mean, book it now? is Mighty Morphin, which is the only one that mattered ever to me. So I mean, there's that. How dare you? How I mean, that's you? that's what I had. How dare you? That's offensive. Yeah. It's not You're even welcome. the best one. Mm, okay. You haven't seen the other ones. How do you know? That's why I said okay. Shame on you. <laughs> shame on you. Power no Rangers. shame here. <laughs> Power Rangers in space, best one of all time. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> Side note. So really the story is, is that in a nutshell, it's there, there's this alternate universe where Tommy, because since you know MMPR, this is actually perfect because the foundation of it, I mean, it's it starts with MMPR. So it's mm-hmm. it's perfect. So it's an alternate universe where Tommy doesn't join the Power Rangers and he actually joins or stays loyal to Rita. Oh, so he ends up taking the name Lord. Dra- Dra- it's either Lord Draken or Dracon, whatever. <laughs> is he a Dracula? No, he's not. He's not a vampire. Is he a dragon? He is not. A, he is not a dragon. He is not the undead. He's- well, you know what? That's what Dracon he's- reminds me of. You got Dracula and you've got like Draco the dragon. Like, yes, like, a, dra- the- like a dragon, well, like a dragon. The dragon piece is going to be applicable because of, you know, the Zord that he has. So that's that obviously right. So he they end up conquering Earth. They kill Zordon, Jason, Billy, I think. And um, well, damn. And, yeah. And then Dra- Dra- he ends up. Uh, turning on Rita, okay, and kills her. Interesting. So then, what ends up taking place is he. The bottom line is is that that's kind of like the prelude, but he ends up finding his way to the or the MMPR timeline. So okay. he ends up there. I, I won't go through that part of it because the part I lit, read was the Shattered Grid. I didn't read the the prelude. Okay. Um, and what takes place is that ultimately he loses this Tommy, this evil Tommy, loses his powers. 
but then he gets them back by basically fleecing uh, Ninjor. You did? Did you get as far in? With, did you get up to Ninjor in the show? Probably not. The person that the, that actually made the well, not person, but the the being that actually made the power coins. No. Oh gosh, how far did you get in um in power in MMPR? I don't remember. That was oh, a long time ago. Okay. Did you well you that was like the age of ten. Okay. You but obviously you at least did you get to where Maybe they eight. <laughs> okay. Did you did you get to where there were the tangas, the, those big ass birds? Yeah, I remember those. Okay. All right, and then they had the 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 uh, the ninja uh, attire and everything. I, I vaguely remember that. Yes. Okay. Okay. So you I don't you, remember you, what they were called, but I remember those. Okay. So you were okay, you were close enough. Okay, but there was this um there was this uh character called ninja and he essentially is the one that created the power coins okay so he basically fleeces ninja and that allows him to get his power back his powers back and basically what he's doing is he's trying to create uh he's engaging in a hostile takeover to of of the universe and he what he's doing is he's hunting down he's created a rift in time or a fracture in time and he is trying to stamp out all of the different power ranger teams and taking their powers in oh. order to access uh what's called the power grid which is you know like technically for lack of a better term the source of the rangers you know power okay so all of the different teams that are remaining or remaining members or living members still <laughs> that did get killed they okay. have to try to band together with the original team the mighty morphin team the original you know, ogs and everything in order to stop him nice yeah, so it's actually a pretty good story. It hooked me right away because, you know, you get, uh, I guess, guest appearances, for lack of a better phrase, of some of the other teams like Turbo and Time Force and Galaxy and, and those types of things. And like I said, they all have to band together to try to make a last stand to stop him from essentially unraveling all of existence. And one other thing I didn't mention, too, that you might think is pretty cool Um in that alternate timeline where he's, you know, stays with Rita and then kills her, he mm-hmm. actually mind washes or brainwashes Kimberly and she becomes, uh, or that version of Kimberly, she becomes what's called the Ranger Slayer. Like Buffy? <laughs> well, uh, she's doing evil, so not like Buffy. Okay. <laughs> but she, you know, because she's a part of his army. So, you know, she's the Ranger Slayer. So she going to take out Rangers. Okay. Yeah, it's actually a pretty good story. I would highly recommend it, even if you never got beyond Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Like if you didn't get into Zeo and Turbo and Space and Galaxy and all of that stuff, it would still be really enjoyable because the foundation is, again, it's the the main team. You know, you know, Jason, Billy, Zach, Trini and Kimberly. Yeah, those were the ones I remember. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean that's the so it's it, even somebody like I said who didn't watch anything beyond MMPR. I think you would still would find, find it. something enjoyable. Oh, absolutely! Hell, in the timeline, I forgot if it was in. There's a there's a one off of uh, for for the the Ranger Slayer, but they mentioned they show him here too. But Bulk and Skull are actually useful because they're <laughs> part of this. They're part of this resistance <laughs> on Dracon's world, so they're actually. They're, they're, they're actually useful. I would say that was part of their charm was that they're yeah. stupid. Yeah, but they're not, they're not a gimmick. They're not a, you know, a, you know, a comic relief in this at all. Interesting. Oh yeah. That's why it's so much different because there's a, um, a sense of urgency. There are stakes because in the show, even though I know you didn't get beyond MMPR, some rain, you know, Rangers in this comic, they lose their power, they die mm. and you don't see that. And that doesn't happen in the TV show where, you know, people, where Rangers die. Yeah. But, you know, they do. And, you know, most of them don't lose their powers, but, you know, a new group, you know, takes on, um, you know, the mantle of being a Power Ranger. So a little bit different tone. Like I said, I think you would be interested in in reading that. A lot of people would that maybe, you know, like Power Rangers. So So you've been really into like the dark storylines, like the darker, gritty storylines of like those. Oh, 80s tv series recently 
oh, I live for, but I live, for, I, I live great. for time travel. I live for alternate universes and I yeah. live for post-apocalyptic, post-apocalyptic dystopian society. Yes. I, I, yes. I can't get enough of it because it's always interesting to see um, alternate versions of a, a character we, that you've we known We love for a so good long. AU. Anytime that it's, it's like fan fiction, basically at certain points, like we love a good alternate reality, like an alternate universe. Oh yes. And then it just, it frees you up to be able to do so many different things mm-hmm. creatively, just any and everything, because essentially all bets are off. You can make yep. person X is, is, as bad, as crazy as you want, or as idealistic as you want, whatever. And, you know, it doesn't, have to necessarily impact whatever mainline story you're telling. It's pretty fun. Oh, most definitely. Hell, I just, I also finished, uh, finally read, uh, whatchamacallit too, um, The Batman Who Laughs. Cool. Yeah. So that's what I, but so, you know, another kind of like deal with multiple universes and stuff, but yep. So that's my recommendation. Nice. Pretty solid. Yes. Yes. I have to look up the other one too. Oh yeah. You have to, yeah. That, 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 that's uh, The Batman Who Laughs. That is, in, that's insane. <laughs> I mean, it, it couldn't get that from the title. Oh yeah, well, because you, I mean, you, yeah, if you tell just the cover art and and the, it's insane. Nice. Yeah. Here's All right. One. Oh, absolutely. Comic books for life. Anyway. <laughs> well, this is you're. I'm asking, are you ready? Well, I guess I still. Should. I am ready. Okay. Are you are ready? Are you ready? Are you ready, Darian? No, I'm, I'm not. I really aren't. I'm really are, not. I don't know what's going to happen. Are you? Okay, so this week I have made up my own segment. <gasps> Your own brainchild. Yeah, and I'm calling it "Today I Learned." <laughs> oh no! It's just, mm-hmm. it's just, <laughs> okay. So this segment is all about like some random thing that you learned about that you knew existed. Like you knew it existed or maybe you didn't know it existed, but you like did a deep dive, maybe intentionally, maybe (laughs) just by happenstance. And you went further down than you thought you should. And you need to share that information with somebody. (laughs) So today I learned. Oh, please just don't be. It's from TikTok videos. No, it's not from TikTok videos. Thank God. Okay. Today I learned so much crap about honey. (laughs) what is that i know it's it's fucking strange dude like (gasps) i what are we what are we what are we tiptoeing into hey how did we get when we talked when we talk about nerds we say nerds can be you can be a nerd about anything right a true nerd can be a nerd about absolutely anything you can be a sport nerd. You can be an anime nerd. You can be, um, a, I don't know, like a like a underwater basket weaving nerd. I don't care. Okay. You do before, you. You live your life. Before you dive in, because I don't know what's happening here. I've become before, a honey nerd. <laughs> before, okay, before you get started, I have one question. Uh-huh. And I'm already scared because I already know what the answer is. And mm-hmm. I'm going to facepalm. Mm-hmm. Is there... Or are there conventions about honey? So yes and no. Okay. I don't think they are called that, but there are gatherings. There are large gatherings. There is a national honey board. Mm -hmm. And you, if you, you can become like board certified. In honey. In honey making. In honey making. Mm-hmm. But what does that, re- what does, what is required in honey making, Brittany? Uh, well, really, you just need bees. Yes. <laughs> do, do, you, do you see how that's a bit of a problem? Uh-huh. Because bees, you also have to, like, if you, if you want to have, like, if you want to house bees, like enough bees, there's licensures that are involved. Yes, I am aware. Mm-hmm. As someone yeah. who doesn't like bees and questions mm-hmm. why somebody would take on that labor and make that mm-hmm. their life. Yeah. Yeah. I, I actually know that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, really, if you wanted to do this, you would need a like a small cadre of bees. Yes. You would need a place for them to hive. Most most will use a thing called a bee box, <laughs> which is exactly what it sounds like. It's a box <laughs> where with little with little trays in it. 
that the bees can put their little hives together in. There are fancy ones that like naturally they they use different like different moisturize and moisture stuff. I don't know the science behind it because I didn't do science very well. Um, but basically oh. there are certain there are like fancy ass bee boxes that you basically like it the there's a little funneling system and they use the moisture and the heat from the bees themselves and like a slight shaking mechanism and it like drips the honey itself like you don't even have to do too much if you want to leave the honeycomb intact do you, okay let me okay with with this uh with this honey and bee knowledge because well you're going to get bee knowledge by by default here mm -hmm. would you as you are going on this journey of mm -hmm. ultimately being a honey, honey board certified person, a honey nerd. Yes. A honey nerd. Would you, how would you feel about eating the honey directly from the actual honeycomb? It is possible. And there are plenty of people that will actually like take a whole bite of the honeycomb. Yeah. Itself. That's what I wanted to know if you would do that. Mm -hmm. Would I do that? Yes. I would try it. The difference, the whole thing that I would be like, I don't think it would be as good is just because the, the honeycomb has like a very waxy texture. So it's, it's kind of like, remember like whenever you're, <laughs> remember back when, when they had those like wax lips and those sorts of things, like those candies. Yeah. Oh yeah. And you could eat those and they were like, Nobody the flavor was good, but like the texture was kind of like, why am, what is, what am I doing? I'm eating a candle. I mean, well, Laffy Taffy, to be yeah. fair, kind of in that same in that same grouping. Yeah. yeah, but beeswax can be used to make a bunch of different things. Like beeswax candles are smell very nice. Okay. All right. Would you say that the beeswax congeals? I don't know if that's the word I would use, but I guess you could. Is this I the mean, word you don't want to use? No, it's a word that I wouldn't want to use. <laughs> <laughs> it is a word that could be used, but it's not the one I would use. Of course not. <laughs> right, now, okay. So mm -hmm. as this, as you have gone into this new world mm -hmm. and you are, again, ultimately going to be a, 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 a honey expert, mm -hmm. do you have an idea of, are you going to come up with your own name your own brand of honey do you are you going to have your own specialized you know customized suit beekeeping suit i, I got a Am lot of I questions going here. to do it Probably yeah. not just because I don't have a big enough yard for anything like that. And I too am low key scared of bees, but I'm fascinated by this now. And the people that do this, I am fascinated by the different flavors of honey that you can get. Say what? Oh, dude, Darian, dude. Oh my God. What do you mean flavors of honey? It's, it's honey. That's <gasps> it. Oh no, it's not. There is no. Okay. So this all that was comes concerned. down to. Was concerning. It was, this was, this was part of my, my weekend. This was part of our anniversary <laughs> thing. Alex and I went to a place down in, it's like right outside of Williamsburg, Virginia called Silverhand Meadery and Honey Shop. And we went on a tasting tour of the varietal honeys and their mead that is made from their various honeys. I learned about the differences between varietal honeys, wildflower honeys, rare honeys, and I learned about whipped honeys because who fucking knew that's a thing? You are saying you are your gratuitous use of the word honey is unreal. <laughs> it was so good. We came home with a box of mead, so six six bottles of mead. And I think two whipped honeys, three jars of regular honeys with different flavors, and then a little tiny honey flight with four other flavors of honey. We tried, I think, probably close to 20 different flavors of honey. Oh, my God. And each one of them was different. So varietal honeys. So variety by that, that means that the, the honey is created by bees collecting nectar from a very from a singular floral source. So like a single one flower only. So you basically like box your bees into a certain area where all they can collect the, the nectar from is 
a single type of flower. And these different flowers can create different flavor profiles. So, like, <laughs> it's fucking nuts, Darian. So, like, you obviously the one that you usually get is, like, your clover, honey. Like, that's what you're going to get when you go to the grocery store. Because it's, like, there's, a, I mean, clover's every freaking where. Like, you, clover's in my backyard, too. That's really easy to get to and kind of what we assume, like when we think of honey, like that's usually what we think of, like that's the flavors we think of. But then like I tried one called star thistle honey, which star thistle is a very specific kind of flower. It's a small, cute little flower. And that shit tastes like marshmallows and like green tea mixed together. How the hell does that happen? I don't How does know. It tastes like marshmallows and green tea. I don't know. And that's the other thing that I learned a lot about is the flavor palettes. So whenever you're tasting honeys, depending on who you are and the way that your taste buds work, some people will get hints of certain things and some people get hints of other things. It's nuts like i don't fully understand the science behind it yet i'm still looking into this because i'm fascinated but yeah the flavor profile like will change from person to person so it could it could essentially there's be usually there's usually like t- three to four flavor profiles and depending on who you are it kind of hmm. depends on which one of those three or four you taste more than the others okay so like I, could see I tried the star thistle and I was like this this tastes like green tea with like an aftertaste of like a roasted marshmallow and then Alex tried it and was like I mean I can get the marshmallow I don't really get the tea but yeah. like and I it's it's nuts like it is absolutely nuts there was did you know that alfalfa like not not like from the little rascals but uh, like the alfalfa plant. Yeah, <laughs> yeah um, that would be concerning if they that would be concerning scraped off pieces of alfalfa to yeah. yeah it'd be really uncomfortable for everyone yeah that that tastes kind of like a uh, pecan and a little bit of caramel okay mm-hmm. now i could see some utility here because now i don't eat honey because i my taste buds are such that I, well we you know how i joke about how i like my food bitter and aggravating i don't it's do true. a whole yeah i don't do a whole lot of sweet so mm-hmm. I, I don't add crap to my tea unless it's you know maybe a little fresh you know ginger. you might like the mesquite varietal it has flavors of barbecue and smoke okay it's because i guess for a savory honey <laughs> <laughs> jesus <laughs> what what is happening I mean, now, what I would be interested in, as you were discussing this, the uh-huh. first thing that comes to my mind, of course, mm-hmm. is 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 cereal. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't eat Honey Nut Cheerios anymore because I don't just I just don't. Mm-hmm. However, I would be interested in taking some of this honey and actually pouring it on or sprinkling oh. on regular Cheerios mm-hmm. and seeing what that would be about. That mm-hmm. would be something I would be interested in. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's there's some there's some really interesting flavors and like the avocado blossom uh, honey that is a really like strong molasses flavor to it. So you can use that instead of like syrup over your pancakes. You're going to get the same kind of like syrupy like tastes and consistencies, but a slightly different flavor profile. And it's healthier than your your just regular syrup. Okay. Yeah, you know what? Now, let me just say something here. Mm-hmm. I want to, it's it's so good that we're recording this because now you are on record mm-hmm. because you you're I've cited your gratuitous use of the word honey. Honey, honey, honey. <laughs> and also your very bourgeois insertion of flavor profile. It's nuts. It's so crazy. It's so, so crazy. I just want that to be noted. You can go on a journey across your palate. A palate, yes. <laughs> like, is it me? It's palate and flavor so, profile and avocado Darian, blossom. I have only told you about the varietal honeys. Oh, Jesus. So these are, I mean, some of these are, uh, the the rare honeys are also varietal honeys, but they're just harder to find. So the the varietal honeys, like these are, these are, like I said, these are just like you basically box your bees in and all they can get is that one specific flower. And then the, the honey that is made from that source 
gives you that flavor profile. So there are rarer versions of this. So like blackberry blossom is one that we tasted. The blossom of the flowers are so small. Like, have you ever seen a blackberry bush? I'm sure I probably have come across one in okay. my, my so sojourn in, the, in nature. Blackberry bushes. My, my grandparents used to have a big old blackberry bush in their backyard. And so I can attest to this. They only flower for like a hot second before the actual blackberries show up. And their flowers are really tiny. So collecting enough of like the, the nectar from a blackberry blossom is really fucking difficult. So that is, it could be, is considered a rare honey. Coriander also has a very similar kind of flowering process. And that shit, that honey from coriander is fucking ridiculous. It is the weirdest thing I have ever put in my mouth. And I don't know how I felt about it. There were hints of like fennel licorice, but also like peppermint at the same time. It was the weirdest thing I have ever eaten. And then my new favorite thing is called meadow foam honey. So meadow foam is like this tiny little white flower and it's like a ground cover flower. And it, it literally tastes like you just roasted a marshmallow and just somehow made it into honey. Okay. So marshmallow has made its appearance twice. It has. I really liked the marshmallow kinds. Maybe I just really like marshmallow is what it comes (laughs) down to. (laughs) The other one that, was really interesting there's a there's a thing called a tupelo plant and the honey from tupelo there's actually there's something about like the the i think it was like fructose to glucose ratio or something where like your sugar molecules release differently in that honey compared to the other honeys so it doesn't give you like that crash that you usually get with like a sugar rush and it the crystallization process because honey will crystallize. Honey never goes bad, but it can start to crystallize after a little while. Tupelo honey does not crystallize. Like the ratio is just so that I mean, like it can be you can have that honey on your shelf for 10, 20 years and it's not going to crystallize. And it was so funny because the first time I tried it, I went, this is what I thought honey tasted like. Like if you haven't had honey in a really long time and you're just like, what would honey taste like? If you're watching Winnie the Pooh and you're like, "Mm, what does that honey taste like? This is exactly what it tastes like. Like that it is the exact flavor profile that honey is supposed to taste like that you probably don't even realize. Like it's it was it was really strange. Yeah, really, and that's really about, strange. Thank you for bringing up the the Pooh Bear because that was my next question. Do do you think that Winnie the Pooh was was concerned about these types of things? I mean, he just no, looked like he was very non discriminatory in his no, in his I think, honey I think consumption. Really, he was very non discriminatory. I think he was definitely someone that he had a sugar addiction, and <laughs> yeah. the easiest way for him to get it was through honey. So I don't think he really cared too much about the flavor profiles of that honey. And traditionally, I wouldn't have given two shits either. But this not this stuff is nuts. Like it's ridiculous. So and like you can get wildflower honey where you just kind of let the let the bees roam free and they just get a bunch of wildflowers and you get them all together and like that sounds dangerous. It, you you get a flavor profile that is like the state of Virginia. Or like the Appalachia, like all of Appalachia, like depending on what you want to do. And then, Darian, did you know? Oh, probably not. (laughs) Today you will learn, Darian. Oh, Jesus. Did you know that you can have whipped honey? Uh, Yes, you you did mention the whipped honey. What? I don't know. Don't know. Never heard of that. Okay, so neither had I. So basically, whenever the crystallization process begins, like if you you have a, a batch of honey and you're like, oh, it's starting to crystallize and I don't really know what to do with it. You can do like put it through a process, like a whipping process, like you would do like whipped cream and you can whip the honey and it basically becomes like this spreadable, almost kind of like a Nutella sort of thing. All right. It's ridiculous and it is delicious we got some that was it it has it has i will never have nutella again i will continue to use cocoa whipped honey 
cocoa whipped honey. Yeah, yeah. So they just have like a whipped honey and then they add cocoa to it and they blend it all together and it is like spreadable brown brownie batter, basically. That's yeah, that doesn't sound half bad. I I also have a lavender lemon that was really good where it's like the the honey of just lavender plants that they mixed with uh, that was crystallizing. They mixed it with some lemon zest and other lemony sort of things and then they whipped it and now it's like this spreadable delicious honey that I could eat spoonfuls of. Wow. It was nuts. It's I yes. Honey. Now- <laughs> <laughs> Okay, now let me ask, what is, okay, given your, okay, because clear, you're, clearly you're in a honey overload here. I am. Um, so. I have nine jars of honey sitting on my counter of varying shapes and sizes. That is ridiculous. And it's but, so but I'm not here to, I'm not here to judge. You I don't are, do that. but that's fine. <laughs> that, that, that hurts my feelings. <laughs> I would never judge anybody for anything. But no, so, so given that you're, you're, you're newfound appreciation for, for the world mm. of honey, what concoction are you intending on using this for? Because you talked about basic crap, like, you know, basic crap, like, okay, pour it on some pancakes or spreading it on a piece of bread if it's whipped mm-hmm. honey. Like, yeah. What are your intended, what are, what is the most creative way you have come up with to use this? Because clearly you've been thinking about like, oh my God, how am I going to use these Yes. So there are certain honeys that I was like, I could put this on top of like my ice cream. Okay. That sounds amazing. I definitely bought one of the honeys just so that I have that. Like I mix my, like if I need a little extra something in my tea, I will put honey in it. And as somebody that for years of vocal performance, like sometimes you just need like honey lemon water, but that can get a little old. So having like a different flavor of that honey, you still get that, that feeling, the coating that you need, um, but maybe kind of like changing up with that particular thing tastes like like that's a major plus for me but the other thing that I have not started and I don't know that I will just because it's a little more in depth than I am really ready to do right now but you can make mead yes that is true all you need is the honey some water and yeast yes that's it that's right yes and then you you can make mead but you already have mead but I can make my, I can make more. <laughs> as long as it's not in your bathtub. No, it was probably better in like a five gallon bucket. Okay. That's good. That's much better. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a lot easier to bathe Yeah, when it's not in your, your bathtub. bathtub. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Not a sanitary. Either. A little bit of cleanliness things going on there. Yeah. <laughs> right, Some hygiene. Right next to godliness. Yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway. So, <laughs> all right. So, okay. Do you have the certified honey board page bookmark uh so is it bookmarked no yes. did no. you delete it from your history no okay okay so it's one step closer to it being bookmarked but it's easy enough to find you can just go to honey.com it's just honey.com not dot org no it's questionable mm-hmm. and they're a board huh yeah mm. all right the national right. honey board the national <laughs> Never in my wildest dreams mm-hmm. did I imagine I would be hearing a story about the the wonderful world of honey. And as you described and talked about honey, the first thing that came to my mind, because I, I live my life through somewhat of a horror movie lens, because, you know, you know, references and cut quotes, things of that nature. And the first thing that came to my mind was Nicolas Cage. The Why? bees. Oh, see, I went to the bee movie, which is not great. Yeah, I, I kind of figured that's where you would go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I went to I went to Jerry Seinfeld's weird choice. That bees. Yeah, yeah. Honey. But yes, is, him screaming. Like if we if we go to Nick Cage screaming bees, then yes, that is also an option. Like yeah, that's fine. Make, I'm down with t- that. Should title this episode. Why do you hate Nicholas Cage? Oh, I don't. I love Nicholas Cage. <laughs> and why are you bringing up the bees? Because it's funny. <laughs> said, why do you hate Nicolas Cage? <laughs> so let me ask you another question here, because this is this is mortifying and fascinating to me at the same time. Mm-hmm. I mean, how long do you think this honey is going to last you? Well, it depends on how crazy I get. Okay, because I, I, I got a gut feeling that some big good experimenting is coming. Like I, oh yes, absolutely. Like 
that's going to be amazingly fun to bake with. I mean, are you going to create a frosting out of it? I mean, I might, I might, I, I will admit like my, probably one of my favorites is the bourbon barrel aged honey where they just took some, the Appalachia wildflower honey and they aged it in bourbon barrels for two months. And you get like this nice, like it, it tastes like you're eating like bourbon. Yeah, but that's okay. It's really yummy. Yeah, like butter rum ice cream. That would be really good on top. Like that would probably make a really interesting frosting for like a nice vanilla cake. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was thinking. Like, you know, you're going to make, you know, make a frosting out of it or what have you. Yeah. All right. Now, let me ask again, because I, I, in knowing you for as long as I have, mm-hmm. I mean, as you have collected these jars or purchased these jars of honey, and as you are driving back home, Mm-hmm. Again, I know you were just thinking about all types of ways to use it because I just can't imagine you not doing that. Mm-hmm. So what do you think is the most, what is the most ambitious way that you have thought to use the honey? Ooh, ambitious. Yeah. Outside of just trying to convince Alex to let me attempt to make mead. Um... <laughs> Outside of the mead, because <laughs> I'm not even, oh, that's just, no, don't do that. <laughs> Uh, uh, no, I honestly think it ambition wise, I think it does come down to just various baking, being able to use it. Like this is, we're getting into like summer pie season. Yeah, don't put it on the windowsill though. No, 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 absolutely not. Um, (laughs) I don't need some like rogue wolf coming by and (laughs) eating it like cartoons. No, I think most of it has been like the the mentality of like, Ooh, what can I bake with this? And specifically, like the the honeys that we got, like we got the meadow foam, like we got a we got like a twenty one ounce jar of the meadow foam one. So it's like that's it's basically just roasted marshmallow in a honey form. So being able to to kind of come up with some different flavors for for some like sweet berry pies, but you don't have to add any like the sugar that you normally do okay. whenever you're making like, have you ever made like a, a from home from scratch pie? Like a I'm berry so pie? Absolutely not. If there's okay, pie, I didn't I'm figure. Baking, so I'm it's usually something where you like will mix some flour and some sugar and a few other different like flavor things that you want to add in, maybe some like lemon zest or something. Um, and you kind of coat everything with it. So you get like a coating that will start to actually congeal whenever you cook go. it so that you get like a strong base where all the fruit kind of holds together. So rather than doing something where it's like, let me add all this sugar, I was thinking about trying it with honey and seeing if that one holds it together nicely, but two, what kind of flavors that might add to the, uh, to the pie. But really, the other, the only other thing that I was really stoked about is, and this is very vanilla, is just adding it to my ice cream. <laughs> like kind? I'm really stoked about any, it. Any and all. Um, depends on the honey. Yeah, because that seems pretty out there. Like, oh, I just toss this honey on. I don't know. I mean, like, if you got you- like a nice, like a solid, like good chocolate ice cream, and you put some of that, like marshmallow flavored honey on top that would be stellar like stunning um but then like the exactly but then like for this bourbon barrel age stuff i would put that on top of like a nice french vanilla maybe a butter pecan something that has a very very like simple not not like a super layered excuse me not like something that has like a really super crazy layered flavor to it happens when you have all that flour based honey I know, I know. Get some synthetic, you know, processed. I know. From the lab, honey. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it's funny because I, my parents were watching our daughter while we were gone. So whenever we got back, we were like, let me take you on a tasting tour of all the honey that we have. And watching them go through it, they were like, we had them try the clover honey that we have in a bottle from the store to start. So you have like your base and the first like few that they tried directly afterwards were like, I didn't know honey had this different thing. Like this is nuts. And it yeah. they're not wrong. It's crazy. It's things that I never would have thought about. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and some, something random. I, I forgot to ask you too. What did you have to do since you did this tasting? What did you have to do to cleanse your palate? Water. 
just basically just plain old water. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. That's all you needed. Okay. What kind of water? Clear. Mm. I don't know. <laughs> like what? What do you mean? What? What do you mean? What? I mean, do, what do, kind of water? Uh, yeah. There's tons of water out there. What kind? Wet. Well, well yes. That, well, that, <laughs> that's news. You're Generic. So I don't know. I mean, was, it, it ta- was it tap? Was it cold I mean, spring? Was it Deer Park? Uh, they they had water in a giant like glass bottle, mm. and then they poured it in our cup. Oh, okay. Mm. I don't know where it came from, other than oh, the that's bottle. Good. <laughs> it tasted like water. Uh, okay. okay. <laughs> well, excuse. And me. by that I mean it had no taste. <laughs> First of all, water does have taste. That's true. That's true. The tap water where we were staying tasted like sugar. It was very strange. You you drank tap water? Why yeah. Did you do that? Why did you do that? Because that's. Did you never drink water from like the hose growing up? Oh, oh! In my uninformed years, yes, I did. Yeah. But don't you worry, that stopped really quickly. Okay. Yeah. You stay away. Yeah, from I that. drank from the tap. I do no, that now. No. Mm-hmm. Oh no, we can't do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Smart water here. Delicious. Yeah. Fiji. Free. Voss. Well, not free because you got to pay your water bills, but yeah. There you go. So and see, and that's yeah. what people don't understand. You know, yeah. say, you know, you get you get railroaded for sitting there and saying like, "Yeah, I buy my water." Oh, really? Well, look at you, fancy. Like, well, you're. I mean, I'm for your gonna water too. pay for it anyway. <laughs> exactly. Just like a shower. So I might as well actually get dishes. Some- Right, so I actually might as well get water that actually should deserve to go into my body. Okay. Anyway. This is a podcast about honey right now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's right. I'm going to counteract your podcast about honey with a podcast about about various waters. That's it. There you go. Now we're talking. So this has been the first and possibly only episode of Today I Learned where... We discussed the fact that honey is amazing and bees should be saved. No, and I should not be allowed to have extra time on my hands. No, you should not. Those are the three things we really all learned today. Well, this was a very informative part because if you had not shared this with me, I would never have known that there were various types of honey. Now I could in random conversation because. The thing is that we talk about a lot of this stuff, but and we joke about it, how it's useless information or what have you, or nobody's going to ever learn about this crap, stuck crap mm-hmm. or whatever. But you never know who you're going to come across and you could just pull that out. Dude, the the place that we tried all of this, the guy who like is their, their main, I guess, like, I don't know, honey scientist that like makes up all these different things and like Honeyologist. especially with the, at the end mainly with the mead aspect of their their business is a PhD in microbiology. Well, see, there you go. So it's just like, you know what? People just live their lives and sometimes they they make full jobs out of their hobbies. And I'm jealous of that. And this is a ridiculous amount of knowledge that I've gained in a very short period of time. And that's again, but like to 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 I guess wrap this up in a in a nice neat little bow. It's like you said earlier, right? You can be a nerd about anything. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Right? So I mean, you know, you got you know your food connoisseurs, you got your you know your beard nerds, you know sports, oh, yeah. you know comics, honey. Yeah. So I mean, that's the whole that's the whole point, and we you know, mark out for these types of things. And we want to share that with people. Yeah. Now they may not get as gassed up as, <laughs> as we are about it, depending on what it is, but still. I was say, if any, if any honey nerds are listening and you have a varietal honey that you highly suggest, please let me know. I want to want to try them all. Yes. Like, be- a lot. Because the world <laughs> of honey is clearly vast. It is in depth, it is mm-hmm. detailed, it mm-hmm. is, um, and it seems to be that it might be unexplored by the by the larger population. Save the bees. No, absolutely not. Yeah, save them. No, save the honeybees. No. Bumblebees, I don't really give two shits about. They're I, they're just big and scary. And I don't give a rip what it is. It is save a winged it's a winged demon. That's all no. I know. Save the honeybees. No, do not save the honeybees. You don't yeah. need honey. Find something else. No, it's it's worth it. 
fair enough. <laughs> so do you have any 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 final honey facts that we need to take away? Um, I think the, the just just if you can find someplace nearby that I mean, it definitely was a huge thing, but like find local stuff and just try different honeys. Clover honey, it's it's boring and it's lame. It does the job because that's what you can get at Giant. But I mean, broaden your horizons and you'll you will you will thank yourself. Yes. And for you this. can gratuitously use flavor palette. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like and profiles. Yeah. And, and, or, or, or excuse me, yes, flavor profile and palette mm-hmm. like Brittany here. And you can no. just say the word honey so many times that it makes your your podcast co-host a little uncomfortable. <laughs> you too can do this. That's right. Or that doesn't have to be a podcast. It could be a friend, mm-hmm. family yeah. member. Just That's fine honey, too. Honey, 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 just honey. Make them feel real, like really uncomfortable. That's right. Exactly. All kinds of weird. Exactly. Oh man. Yeah. Wow. Well, I I I've learned a lot here today. Yeah. You know, images of Nicolas Cage and Winnie the Pooh are mm-hmm. in my brain right now. Yeah. Again, various names of honey that I had no idea existed. Yeah. If it's got a flower, you can make a honey out of it. You've you've broadened my horizons here. Yeah, you're welcome. This is going to be one of the few times where I am going to, I'm going to, I'm going to just say thank you. No, no funny quip to end the episode. I I have well, it's not going to be as good. I don't think there's anything I can come up with right now. That's fine. Yeah, you know, honey nut cheerio. Well, we'll see you later, honeys. No, that felt weird. Oh, it's too late. Yeah, I can't take it back. <laughs> That's What's right. It's done. It's done. It's in the atmosphere. It's too late. It's out there. <laughs> Enjoy. Uh, oh, <laughs> where can they find us? Good God! Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. there is that. You See, can find this is us what happens on... when you oh, when you just go crazy on honey. Yeah, this is why I'm not allowed to lead things. <laughs> so you can find us on Instagram at Nerd Pastiche, and you can find us on Twitter at Nerd Pastiche Pod. And like I said, send me your honey racks, like for real. That's right. Hey. <laughs> I'll send I, I, some back if you're interested. <laughs> yes, sir. Why not? I, I have I have nothing smart alecky to say today. <laughs> I broke Darian today. <laughs> well, until next time, be easy. Oh God, be you. That oh, sounds like a cell phone, but. I was going to say, I was going to try to come up with like a buzz thing. like a, I just did a buzz. So create I, some buzz. No, that's that's trying too hard. Don't get buzzed. No, that's that's no good either. I mean, maybe you want to get buzzed. I don't know. Yeah, but with, with honey mead. <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> okay, bye. Oh, oh bye. <laughs> <laughs>